The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to All Sports Talk on this beautiful Monday in Murfreesboro in the Middle Tennessee area. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Mr. Jordan? Yes. Your day? What? How about your day? Oh, wonderful day. Incredibly beautiful day today. Jordan household recycled because we're good citizens. I went to the wellness center today. I mean, things are popping. You and I both are educators. I'm a proud educator myself. I assume you are. Well, I you did yes. it for long enough to say that. Yes. Okay. And the fact that you and I both served on the school board says we care a lot about education. Uh, what ha- what happens in in school today in Nashville just is so disturbing to to me. Uh, and this is not a political statement at all, but what I do know, Jeff, what we're doing is not working. I don't, I don't pretend to know the answer. I really don't. But I'm just a little angry that we're not doing at least something. Have I missed it? Or No. No, you have not missed it at all. Uh, and I think as many people as you might ask uh, the solutions – I believe you'd get that many uh, sure. answers. And, and, th- and that's the frustrating part, I think, to, to, to all of us, is we don't seem to have an answer to this. And a question that I do have, for sure, what are we doing differently than Canada or Great Britain or places that don't have these kinds of things happen on a regular basis? That's – I don't know the answer. It just – to think that three of my colleagues – my daughter is a school teacher today. My son-in-law is a school teacher today. The three of those people didn't go home, and two eight-year-olds and a seven-year-old didn't go home today. That is correct. It's 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 just distressing. And I don't I don't know of any single word that that would describe my feelings when I saw that. And and of course they they've been collecting details during the day. Um, maybe. Maybe sickening might be the best word mm-hmm. that I can come up with. It's just uh, here we have a school of uh, uh, with some religious connections, and I, I know where the school is. That's it. Um, and about 200 people in the school, I think, and they're pre-K to sixth grade. Yeah. I mean, couldn't be any more innocent. You know, I assume since it's a private school, I assume it probably cost a good deal of money to get in there. I don't know that, but I would assume that. And how could somebody be so angry to, to do this? 
I understand that the perpetrator, very odd, very unusual, was a woman, the shooter. And that is extremely rare. That just doesn't happen. 28 years old, as I understand it, uh, perhaps with some transgender leanings, but we're still searching for details. But this particular case, there's a lot of related cases, right? And, oh, it, oh. and it, it's, it's, a, it's just one tragic part of a tragic nationwide, it can happen anywhere story. And I, I know you and I have discussed this before. Uh, and when I, when I, particularly on the county commission, when I was health and ed chairman, we worried about this all the oh, time. Gosh. I mean, I just thought every day, I thought, oh, gosh almighty. You know, what if something happened here? What would we do? And uh, we, we've had some incidents in Rutherford County, uh, uh, but nothing uh, like this. And it's it could happen here as anywhere. And we've got um, um, a, a lot of safeguards in place. We spent sure. a ton of money trying to make our schools safer uh, for, for students and faculty and staff. And we've been very successful in doing that, I think. But um, it's I've, I've, I'm venting here, and I'm talking too much. But it's 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 a nationwide problem, and something is going to have to change. And it's not just a school problem. We know churches have been attacked. We know that supermarkets have been attacked. Sure. Uh, department stores have been attacked. Uh, so it's not just in schools, but I think. More seems to happen in schools for whatever the reason that happens to be. And, and I don't want to devalue anybody's life at all, Jeff. But when you think of seven, eight-year-olds being killed, that, that just deepens just, the wound to me. Yes, it just it just tears you up. And, and my wife, who was very upset about this, of course, uh, as most people are, and uh, and she pointed out to me something that I've pointed out to her before. Uh, okay, we have, we, have, we have really seven people dead as a result of this. But think of all the people related to those seven people, mm-hmm. and related to the people that are related to the seven people, and and seven-year-olds that were there that that are going home with that t- 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 baggage for the rest of their life. Right, that's exactly correct, and it's horrible, the 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 spillover, guilt and the memories and whatnot. It's just terrible. Well, let's leave it at that for now. Okay. We, we've already decided, you and I, sadly, we can't, don't know how to solve the problem. I just I just say to anybody that, that's got in a position to do anything at all, let's let's see if we can't get together and quit screaming at each other and let's see if we can't bind up and, and find something to do and to, to make it better. I don't, we're not going to, Jeff, we're not going to completely solve this problem ever, I don't guess. But uh, let's, let's take a break. We'll come back and see if we can talk a little sports on All Sports Talk. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. If someone asked, 
What's your more? Would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422 and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and my good friend Jeff Jordan with me today. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services with uh, Edward Jones. Jeff, I assume you've watched a lot of basketball the last few days. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, and I some really good games. There were some good. games. I mean, some tremendous games. And and of course the the, the four teams in the Final Four. It was said this morning that there was millions of submissions for brackets. Thirty-seven people had these four teams in the Final Four. Now, that had to be 40, 37 people that don't know anything about basketball. They must have just thrown a dart or pulled about that. Because, Jeff, anybody that knows basketball would have never picked those four, would they? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> there were, I think, nine people in, a, in a, my family that did a bracket, including the six-year-old. who ju- and, and they just read the names to him, and he told them what he wanted. There you go. But anyway, they were nine. Like I say, he probably came closer to getting it right to anybody. No, you know who won, and it's over, by the way, before we even play the finals, because nobody's got a Q man. Surely not the Q man. The Q man finished second. Jordan, Sir Jordan, the, <laughs> no, the Jeff Master. I was fourth. <laughs> okay. My my wife won it, <laughs> and I'm glad it was her because she she does not brag. She really doesn't. She said that'll never happen again. Well, it might, but I don't know. And. But, uh, and she, she, she won. She, she won. How many millions of dollars did she win for? That's doing what that? I asked her that last night. I said, <laughs> "Do we have a cash refund?" And uh, my grandson, who organized all this, said, uh, "Well, nobody gave me any money." I said, oh, "Okay, all right, that's good." 
<laughs> but anyway, she won. But you're right. There are no perfect brackets. Uh, a lot believe. of people won, watch the games, Jeff. But I bet you there's, you could walk on the street today and say, did you watch basketball this weekend? Yes. Name the final four. I bet they couldn't do it. No, I bet they couldn't either. Because they're not going to – it's not like Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, roll off your tongue. Right. We've got a call on the line, right? Let's go ahead and get that thing out of the way. Go ahead. How's it going, guys? Yeah, yeah. What's up? I just wanted to say uh, I've heard about two or three people this morning saying that nobody's going to watch this Final Four. Well, I'll be watching the Final Four. Uh, I will, too. There's no interest in Tennessee in the Final Four. There's a team that are in it. So Fort Atlantic has no fan base and San Diego State and such and such. I I told this one guy, I said, I I can't wait until Saturday night when they play. Fort Atlantic and San Diego State. Because Friday night was great for me, but Saturday night was even better when Fort Atlantic won. Because they're playing for all the – and San Diego State, too, I guess they're in the Mountain West. But those two are playing for all these small schools that don't think they can do anything. Because Fort Atlantic, they weren't even supposed to be Memphis the first game. They are supposed to be out after the first. And then, of course, they, got, they play Perry Dickinson and then Tennessee and then Kansas State, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know. But I mean, I don't, I don't Fort Lane can win it all. They, they're right there. They've still got an opportunity. But, you know, Miami and UConn, I mean, it'll be the first time since, since 1970 that three of the final four teams are making their first appearance. And I'm sure you guys know, since they seeded, no number one seeds are in the course. And no number twos, whatever. As far as That's correct. Numbers. And if, if Fort Lane were to win it all, they'd be the lowest seed ever to do it. Illinois was eight when they won it in 95 when they beat. Well, it should be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, because that was that was the first year they expanded. Eighty-five was the first year they expanded the field and, and everything. And and of course, you know, Alabama lost Friday night. Of course, I'm not going to mention there's the Brandon Miller jokes on the internet, all kinds of jokes about what he about all that stuff. But I don't want to get into that. But but yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I mean, I was so excited when when Fort Atlantic won Saturday night. It's just I could not believe they won and, and the fact that you know of, of their three losses, Bill Tennessee's one of them, is just incredible. And then the NIT tomorrow night with UAB and North Texas, I cannot wait to watch that to see if those two play for the NIT championship. That would be awesome if they could both win tomorrow. I don't think they will or not, but it would be awesome. And then you know Bill Tennessee's beating UAB this year, so that's just you know another feather in Middle's cap. But uh, I, I enjoy the show, guys, and and have have a have a good rest of the week. See. You. Thank you. He, he stole some of my thunder, but there, there's no no news in the fact that Middle Tennessee is one of the teams. And, Jeff, he went to talk about Memphis in the first round of FAU won. Let's go back to the Conference USA basketball tournament when Middle Tennessee had a point-blank shot from about four feet away. Now, granted, there were bullets firing from all directions. It was no, not an easy shot, but it was a very makeable shot with two and a half seconds to go. Or Middle wins that basketball game. Lord right. only knows what that means. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, and, and – and, if, if Florida Atlantic – and I think they would have still gotten in the tournament, don't you? Florida Atlantic would have. Yeah, probably so. And, and it's, you still could have made that run. But wouldn't it be even doubly nice to say you beat the, the Final Four team twice in one year? And we're going to be able to say we beat them once. We beat them once, for sure. <laughs> I was there. Uh, and I, uh, I, I don't know that – well, the fact that they're in the Final Four is really – a miracle. It really it is. is. It I, is. I just they just they should not be there with basketball talent. But I think they they have succeeded in in playing their their very best basketball at the right time of year 
They're a talented team, and I'm not sure how well they've been scouted by the opposition. Sure. I, I'm really or, not. Or taking it seriously, maybe. Yeah. You know, I, I, the Tennessee fans were so excited about the possibility of going to the Final Four because of the teams that they were going to have to beat, and FAU was one of them. And I, most Tennessee fans I talked to were looking right past FAU. Well, I, I don't know that I was looking past them. I know better, and so do you. But did I think Tennessee would win? Yes. Sure, I did Certainly did. Uh, but I think I told my wife 10-12, probably get it done. And it was the other way around. It was seven, I think, in favor of the FAU. And up to this point, and I don't mean this in a derogatory manner at all, I really do not. The best thing about FAU that anybody knows anything about was that where Lane Kiffin was coaching football. Yeah. That, that's the only thing they know about it. And uh, and that's pretty much all I know about it. <laughs> but I do know this. They can shoot the ball from outside. They hustle. They can play defense. They can follow instructions. They've got a seven-footer inside who can play one-on-one pretty well. He does a good job. Stay out of foul trouble. They don't turn it over a lot. they they got a good team. The Middle Tennessee team that beat Michigan State uh, 2016, I think. Yeah, okay. Somewhere like that. That team was good enough. Had they played at that level – which they're capable of doing at that level, four four straight games, Jeff. They could have made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Certainly, they 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 were good enough. Now, Jeff, there were of the sixty four teams, sixty eight teams in the tournament. Twenty, they were good enough if they played their best basketball on four or five straight nights, could be there. And if they use one of them, I, I would agree with that. I think that's correct. The team that really impressed me, really really impressed me from their basketball skills and their effort. Was Miami? I thought they. I thought they played far above the even a good effort. I thought. I thought they gave it every single thing they had. Now whether they'll win or not, I don't know. Uh, the the only the only team in it that has won it before was Connecticut, right? And it's been a long time since they won it. Well, it takes away some of that mythological. You can't older people can't relate to the young guys. This coach of Miami is seventy three years old. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow he's relating to them and all. Let me leave, leave this and we'll take uh, the break for Chip Walters. Football. Let's just go about these four schools that are in the Final Four, which means you would think their athletic department is stellar. And, and they are. In 19, excuse me, in this last past football season, Middle Tennessee beat Miami, San Diego State, and Florida Atlantic. Right. Three of the four teams. Didn't play Connecticut. Played Connecticut the year before and beat Connecticut. That's so, correct. <laughs> I, I'm the, I'm the half glass half full of things. Things will be a lot worse in football than what, what we have here with two straight bowl wins and so forth. Uh, and beat Florida Atlantic in basketball. Uh, Middle Tennessee basketball team just finished a two-year run playing 38 conference games. You know how many of those 38 conference games they won at home? Thirty-seven. They had McDevitt on one of the TV channels this last weekend. I, I really do like. I've never met him. I've seen him coach, but I don't. I don't know anything about him at all. But they were, of course, asking him about FAU. I'm yeah, sure. And he sure. said he'd done a lot of interviews with about FAU. But anyway, when they said what was the key to 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 winning and what are from middle winning and et cetera uh, over FAU, and he said good players. I thought, well, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good answer. I like that. That's good. 
We'll come back and, and uh, talk a little bit more. I'd like to talk, get your thoughts on Lady Raiders, who had a disappointing game, but a great season for sure. Let's go to Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cap to her. The wake-up <laughs> <That's> brew. <laughs> Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. People are still staring at this crash in the Brentwood area. It's over to the side, but it's just crazy slow on 65 northbound just past Concord Road. It was already starting to get busy up through this section of Williamson County as it is. So now it's even slower. Again, 65 northbound, pretty slow between Moores Lane and Concord Road as they clean up this crash. It's increasing even more now to the north of that traffic volume on 65 trying to get on to Vietnam Vets. A Nash painting services all of Middle Tennessee this spring and summer. If you're considering getting your house painted, Consider these guys. They are absolutely the best. Log on to NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 
Well, good afternoon, everybody. And it can be a little difficult to talk sports uh, on a day like today and what we've seen in the mid-state with the loss of life and in particular of our young people in the school shooting in Nashville. So you've got kids, give them a little extra hug tonight. They certainly deserve it. But let's recap what happened this weekend in baseball for the third consecutive game this weekend. The Blue Raider baseball team took an early lead, but were unable to hold on to it as the Blue Raiders fell 7-5 to to the Florida Atlantic Owls on Sunday at FAU's baseball stadium. Suffering the sweep against its Conference USA foe, the Blue Raiders are now 11-12 overall, 2-4 in conference play. Middle didn't go down quietly on Sunday, trailing 6-4 in the eighth. Third baseman Gabe Jennings lifted a fly ball to left and scored Jackson Galloway on a sacrifice fly. Easton Snyder pinch hit a bat later and doubled putting the go-ahead runs in scoring position with two outs. That, however, was as close as middle could get as the Owls recreated some margin with an eighth-inning run of their own. Blue Raiders will play a non-conference game tomorrow night in Huntsville, Alabama, as they'll take on the Alabama Crimson Tide at 6 o'clock at Toyota Field uh, there in Huntsville. If you'd like to go down there, tickets available. Uh, Contact the Blue Raider ticket office, and uh, they can get you hooked up. Again, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Middle and uh, Alabama at Toyota Field. Dick Palmer will have all the action for you on the Blue Raider Network. All right, let's turn to softball. Middle Tennessee dropped the final game of the series at Louisiana Tech 4-1. to The Blue Raiders now stand at 4-2 and in conference play after this weekend series win over Tech. The Blue Raiders got out to an early lead in the first inning after a an RBI single by uh, Anise Harvey that scored Laura Miller. Tech then took the lead in the bottom of the first with three straight walks. Cameron Carsage came into the circle with bases loaded to try to hold the Lady Texters off. After a two-run single, Tech took the lead 2-1 to one, heading into the second inning and ended up uh, winning it uh, by a score of 4-1. to one. Next up for the uh, softball program will be Florida Atlantic coming into Murfreesboro this weekend for three games, uh, first of which will be on Friday the 31st. All right, men's tennis, 24th ranked Middle Tennessee battled and just fell short against number 38 Texas Tech on Sunday in Lubbock by a 4-2 score. The Blue Raiders claimed the doubles point, winning on court number two and one. On court two, Pavel Model and Stein Slump picked up a 7-5 victory. Uh, number 51, Oscar Brostrom Polson and Francisco Rocha fought back down 4-1 to one in the tiebreak to defeat uh, the uh, Texas Tech duo to secure the doubles point for middle. All of the particulars of the match are on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, women's tennis uh, defeated Alabama A&M 6-1 on Sunday in Huntsville. The Blue Raiders claimed the doubles point, winning all three doubles matches on court two, uh, where all the information, rather, is on GoBlueRaiders.com as well. All right, that is it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. 
You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Jeff, Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services with Edward Jones. We'll, we may circle back to this. I said we were going to go to Lady Raiders. We'll get that in just a second. But I do want to ask you this Creighton, last second. Was it foul? No, probably not. I don't think so. It wasn't for the uh, 39 minutes before that. You know, I thought it was okay. Well, see, two brilliant people like I and you can look at the same tape and see something different because I I clearly thought it was a foul. Second question, if it was a foul, do do you call it? Yes. Uh, you well, you hear that all the time. We don't want the official to take over the game. Well, if if you let somebody get mugged, and that wasn't a mugging, by the way, it was a foul. It was, it was not a mugging, but it's the same thing there. Uh, but thus the difficulty of being a game official, Jeff. You and I can have the luxury of instant replay. Look at it. I clearly think it was a foul. You don't think it's a foul, and I, I, but there's no way they can get it right. Because there is no real right. Sometimes. Probably not, but I think I think maybe part of you is going to agree with me that if it's not a foul in the first thirty-nine and a half minutes of the well, ball sure. game, it's not a foul now. Now, well, I didn't dissect the tape to go back to see how okay. many of those kind of situations exactly. in the first thirty-nine I, minutes. I get it. I got you. You're right. And and you and I both have seen games where you you, you fuss because it seems like a mugging inside. The big guys seem to beat up on each other and don't call the fouls. Don't get called quite as much as the little guys driving the lane sometimes. And then the ticky-tack foul, we call it, out front where somebody just touches and gets called. My point being here, Jeff, it's impossible to, to referee a basketball game and get everything exactly right because two people are going to look at the same thing and get two different answers, which means there's, there, there is, it is always going to be subjective. It's never going to be objective. And I think, too um... – I know that I can tell you some, and you probably could tell me some, where the officials will decide in, in the first minute or two that they're going to call a bunch of stuff. They want to mm-hmm. get control sure. of the game. Sure, sure. They're afraid of the game itself, and the emotions are running high. Um, and so they, you know, well, I, is that right or wrong? I'm, I don't have a whistle, so I'm not deciding. Well, the advent of instant replay where you play, see things over and over and over make it just that much worse for officials to, to try to get it right because they can't I, I'm citing that direction but uh, a terrific basketball game and the one thing I think we, we do agree with you hate to see it come down to a call or no call at that point in the game you like to see it 
It'd be a clear shot to make it. It goes in, it goes out, and and not have to talk about. Because I guarantee you, if the foul hadn't been called, the people on the other side are screaming, "Why was that foul not called?" Right. Especially when they see the replay and they, and, and through their glasses, the biased glasses, they're all going to see a foul. So <laughs> that that's that said, uh, how many terrific endings did we see? Oh, I don't know. They went down in, inside of 90 seconds. The game was on the balance. A bunch. We, we, we did see a lot of stuff that really the game, seemingly it did, but it seemingly did not start until about the last three or four minutes. And then and then we just had great play after great play. And, I, you know, I, I, I don't, it, it's been a very interesting tournament. Now, frankly, I, uh, I think maybe you kind of – said something to me off off mic a little while ago uh, I, I'm not uh, there are four or five teams that I would kind of like to see win it none of them are there by the way mm-hmm. so okay so but I, I'm I'm glad that Duke's not there and I'm glad Kentucky's not there well there's a lot there's a I'm, whole I'm lot I'm of tired of looking at them sure. you know I'm, t- I'm tired of talking about them and of course have they been great over the year yes of course and there are other teams that I'm maybe glad are not there. But um, be that as it may, it looks like we've got UConn. Is, UConn, has been, it's been a while since they've been in the Final Four, I believe. Uh, yes. The one, 20 years ago, they were they were a power they, they, at the level of Kentucky, Louisville, yeah. Indiana, North Carolina. But they haven't been that – Jim Calhoun was coached then. Uh, they haven't been that in the last 10, 15 years. They've been good, sick, but not that, not that good. He was very ill, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, and I think he won back-to-back titles, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I say they were they were amongst the elite once upon a time. Yeah. And, and so that name is very familiar with basketball fans. And uh, what kind of bet would you have taken? Well, you'd ta- I'd taken anything. Not only is North Carolina not going to win it, they're not even going to be there. Right. I mean, I would have lost everything, the house, the cars, the I don't have a dog, but I'd have lost him if I had a dog. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, they're not even there, and this is the premier program in in the country, at least certainly in the top five. And then, and they were picked as a national champion. They, they were going to win it. Preseason poll, yeah. <laughs> and they're not even there. I mean, it's 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 really been a wild year. Those that are paying attention to basketball will understand. I think what I'm going to say it is is really uh, unfortunate. That Middle Tennessee's Lady Raiders, for many fans, many people are going to be looked at that last game as being a failure, which is so, 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 so wrong. How many really good teams that we see, Jeff, that lost and lost and lost and lost? High-profile teams. Uh, the, the question was, well, Colorado shot so well because we didn't play good defense. Colorado played 34 games, I think, and I'm sure – 10 or 12 of those were against very subpar opponents. Wouldn't you imagine? Yeah, Everybody probably. does that. Probably so. They didn't hit that many against anybody. But middle, middle caught a team that was red hot and got behind and, and didn't shoot well. Uh, if Middle Tennessee shoots the basketball at the level uh, Colorado did and Colorado shoots at the level Middle Tennessee did, different ball game altogether. But it didn't happen that way. Really good team, very disappointing. Uh, I thought that team was capable, and I still believe that team was it was capable of getting to the Sweet 16, but was not to be. Colorado's to be congratulated, and 
I'm just not I'm not, not buying this business of uh, Coach Ensel can't win the big one or the, the team choked or anything like that. I'm just not buying any of that. No, I'm not either. And and I think when next year, the year after, whatever, somebody's talking about this this year's team. I'm not. I I will remember that we lost to Colorado, but that that won't be my major you know, um, memory of the year. I, I of course I went to a bunch of games as did you. And we had a lot of great moments. We really did. And I, I'm very proud of our Lady Raiders. And and you got a nucleus of a good squad coming back. Some some good signees coming in. Lord only knows what the portal will do, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, so you, you can't say anything for sure yet. But uh, this team seems to be quite motivated. And they've got enough talent coming back just on on the team, let alone a couple of kids that are going to come in and really help out. And and. Jeff, we've pulled kids out of the portal before. We brought a good, pretty good one in from Marshall this year in uh, Wheeler. So uh, if, if that magic could happen again, we'll, we'll have to see. But uh, great year, Lady Raiders. Uh, I'm your, I'm, I'm a, I won't say your number one fan because I, I know there are a few that might top me a little bit, but I'm amongst them. And uh, very proud of what you did. Yeah, and you if you looked at the last rankings of when middle was the 25 and I think 24th in the country maybe, and you looked above them, see who was above them. Because I know you're, it's colored by who you played and where you played them, but middle won more games than over half of those teams. Sure. Uh, and we certainly deserved a top 25 ranking. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very proud of them. I'm very pleased with, with how they've done. Yeah, and it, but – how disappointed were those girls in, yeah. in that locker room? That had to be tough because they knew they hadn't played their best. And it's not because they didn't want to. It's not because they were not tough enough. It was just one of those nights. Yep. And, That's correct. And uh, I'll be honest with you, Jeff, you'll, you'll remember this. Laverne High School beat Brentwood High School in the first game of a district tournament because Brentwood just didn't have one of their nights. And we were fortunate enough, once we got a roll going, we, we made some things happen. But if Brentwood had shot the basketball that night like they're capable of doing, Laverne loses and, and a lot of great memories for me and my players are, are out the window. So you just never know. Well, I, I think that's I think that says it all. And it, it's true of a whole bunch of teams and games. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you hope to play your best and maybe the other guy won't. I mean, that's just the way it is. Let me give you a couple of moments of history. Mm. Flashbacks, I guess. Let's go back to the, the the 2016 team that beat Michigan State. Middle Tennessee is playing in Birmingham for the championship against Old Dominion. And uh, after you hit a couple of free throws to win the basketball game, Jeff, if those free throws don't go in, Old Dominion wins that game. Middle Tennessee's not in the tournament. And that win against Michigan State, that's, that's at the top of the list, right, for Raider fans? Didn't happen. Very good team. And DeAndre Dishman, good player. Four foot. Bullets dodging, but he's hit that shot many times before. He goes yeah. in. History changes. Right. All on one shot. And uh, <laughs> in both ways. And, and I don't – I assume Kermit Davis has looked back and thought, my golly, that game made me some money. Yeah, may give me an opportunity, and and and, and Jeff, uh, address this. I saw so many people talk about what a d- dumb coach Kermit Davis had to be this past year at Ole Miss. Jeff, you don't go dumb overnight. 
Kermit Davis was a great coach. He is a great coach. Uh, but if you don't win, Tennessee fans right now are hollering Rick Barnes. You're not good enough to get past the Sweet 16. My gosh, most of us would break our neck to get to the Sweet 16. But nothing, almost nothing's good enough anymore. Uh, Louisville basketball is in the in the tank. Calipari at Kentucky can't get it done anymore. They're ready to throw him down the tank. Uh, I, I my guess my guess is you go to a lot of websites. There's only about three or four websites that are talking about their team being really good. Those those others dropped the game to Florida Atlantic. Who in the world could how could we lose to how could we lose to Farley Dickinson forevermore? <laughs> you don't think the fan base is upset about that? I would imagine they are. Yes, and and on and on and on. San Diego State laid four coaches to rest. Fan bases are howling about them right now. Losing to San Diego State, how could that be? They may be national championship. I know, <laughs> but. But I'm just, I'm just going to point this Please out. Please do. These four coaches are in the final four. All right. And, and uh, okay. One of them will win, and, and they'll be on the top of the heap, for, but it's limited to how long you're there. Sure. Because I, I'm, I will never forget this, and this, this will mean something to somebody out there, but we we had won uh, at Las Casas the – the county tournament, okay, which is really, to be perfectly frank with you, that that had to be a boys game, was really all I ever wanted, okay. And Johnny Doris, who was a wonderful friend of mine, we were walking off the floor, okay, and we hadn't taken ten steps, and Johnny says to me, "How long do you think it'll be before somebody will mention how many players you've got coming back next year?" Which the answer to that was three, by the way, and how you you probably can win it again. And I said, Johnny, surely that won't happen tonight. It happened within 15 seconds. We didn't even get to the door. Then one, the, a parent came up and said, boy, great game, blah, 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 blah. Y'all did a fantastic job. Well, sure we did. We won. If we lost, we didn't do a fantastic job. I understand all that. I don't say anything, and neither did you. But <laughs> next year, you can you can probably do it again. Well, Next year we didn't do it again. <laughs> I don't know whether he was mad at me or not, but that's that's the way it is. That's that's the coaching. That's the coaching way. So much of a basketball game is is bent on whether you shoot the ball well or not. That's right. You can. I, I forget which game it was. It might have been the Tennessee game. Before the Atlantic turned it over twenty two times and still won. Yeah, Jeff, you didn't play a good basketball game if you turned it over twenty two times. No, am I right? That's correct. But if you shoot it well enough, it it overcomes It'll... those. But if you don't shoot it well enough, all of a sudden you're not a very good team. And it, it, at the end of the day, it comes down to can you put the ball in the hole? And the night Middle Tennessee played Colorado, Colorado was on fire. Middle Tennessee was not. I think – I'm not going to say five, and five, but Middle Tennessee can beat that basketball team on the right night. It just didn't happen. Did, did Colorado not win the next game too? They did, sure. Yeah, I thought they did. Yeah. And, and like I say, you got Farley Dickinson. You got – you go, go back to – Baltimore uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, or whatever they called that team, UMNCB XYZ, three, three years ago, got on a run. Uh, the right night, the right team. Well, I mean, we remember Tulane going unbeaten in football one year. Sure. I don't know where they were in the top ten, but they they weren't near the top. And, and you remember George Mason uh, being in the Final Four. Uh, and it just – 
just the right the right combination on the right year with the right draw and the, maybe the right location and ball goes in the hole extra time or two and before you know it you've won a game you weren't supposed to win and I think it I think that's great I think this final four is as entertaining and and our caller who called in earlier said he would watch. And, and I'll be watching, too. I'll watch them I'm all. beckoning back to the National Championship football this past year. Wasn't there a team there that shouldn't have been there? Yes. Nobody yeah. could, dreamed that they could have been there. How could you get beat by TCU, for heaven's sake? <laughs> and I promise you, they're already thinking they're going to do it again next year. That's they, right. They Maybe. May That's correct. But being good enough is not always what it takes, Jeff. you got to be good enough on that right night. And you, you said it right about Florida Atlantic. They have peaked at the right time. They're red hot. They're confident. And uh, San Diego State's the same way. Miami I'm, the same way. My family, my my, uh, my my grandson-in-law and I were talking about this. He's a big UT fan, which is fine. And uh, But we were talking about it, and I said, you know, when this tournament started, I said there was a little grousing around that maybe Vanderbilt should have been in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And I didn't really think too much about it, really. They, but they were playing. He said they're uh, – they they were playing great basketball. Mm-hmm. They won seven eight in a row going into the tournament. They won the first two rounds. They, they they barely got beat in the third round. They're exactly what you're looking for. Well, they didn't put them in. Okay, they didn't put them in. Everybody, somebody gets it every year, right? right. More than somebody right. gets sure, it every sure, year. Sure, sure. Well, they didn't go. Well, it, at, by the time the six, sweet sixteen rolled around, Vanderbilt's looking pretty good. I mean, name me another SEC school that's there. Yeah. <laughs> and Vanderbilt, the chances are beat, beat them at some point. Including Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's it, I don't know. I don't want on the committee, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you? But, you want on the committee? <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. Let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, your phone call if you wanna yell at us. <laughs> Go ahead. Eight nine three fourteen fifty. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. 
I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. People are still staring at this crash in the Brentwood area. It's over to the side, but it's just crazy slow on 65 northbound just past Concord Road. It was already starting to get busy up through this section of Williamson County as it is. So now it's even slower. Again, 65 northbound, pretty slow between Moore's Lane and Concord Road as they clean up this crash. It's increasing even more now to the north with that traffic volume on 65 trying to get on to Vietnam Vets. A Nash painting services all of Middle Tennessee this spring and summer. If you're considering getting your house painted, consider these guys. They are absolutely the best. Log on to NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank, offices across the state of Tennessee, home office in the state of Tennessee, home owned bank, home owned service. Jeff, uh, baseball. Mm. Last Monday, about this time, I was coming back from the Phillies and uh, who were they playing? It was Philly Stadium. Anyway, spring training baseball game. Okay. Saw three games. The clock is on. I love it. I knew you would. That game moves so much quicker. And I didn't see one batter, one pitcher that, that seemed to be uniquely affected by the fact that they had to throw it every 20 seconds. And the batter had, had to be ready for every 20 seconds. I I, I just think the, the rule is, is, is good. From what I've seen so far, which was a minor league game, and I was there in person, and then I've watched some on TV, and the pitcher gets the ball back, and he doesn't even he doesn't walk and stomp around the mound for twenty seconds, or can't get the sign, and all that kind. Of, and he doesn't do any of that, and the batter steps out, maybe adjusts the glove, steps back in, it's ready to go, and he and he throws the ball. Uh, I like it a lot better. I, I think I think it uh, it speeds things up for sure. The uh, the rule about that I get concerned about is the one that says you can't throw the first uh, yeah. pickoff, but twice. If you throw it third time and, and and don't get an out on it, it's called a balk. That that one that one worries me. Yeah, I don't care for that either. I I, I don't know if the runner. I'm, well, I guess we'll, we'll we will find out if you throw over there twice, you don't get him. Do you risk a third time? And if you don't throw it over there a, a third time. Does he automatically go? He knows you're not coming over there. So does he automatically go? I don't know whether he does or not. Um, maybe that'd be a good time for a pitch out, wouldn't you think? Yeah. But uh, and, but that's that doesn't mean you're going to get him necessarily. And you may have a runner on third. You don't want to throw it down there. I don't know. I don't well, know if that's going to work or not. The, the Joe Morgans of the world, the Maury Wilses of the world, the Lou Brocks of the world would love that rule, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Henderson would still be running. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to work itself out at all, but the, the the timing part of it, and I really do like the shift. I always thought it was very unfair to the left-handed batters that that second baseman sitting right left early, shallow right field, because the left-handed batters were penalized. The right-handed batters weren't. You couldn't take the shortstop and put him out there and make the throw. 
So uh, I, I like the rule that the shift has to be uh, relegated to just moving. You got to have two people on each side, and you got to have your feet on the infield dirt. And I think I think that's going to pick up the game a little bit too. Most people that I talked to about that last year and the year before, when the, and and this shift, as you're certainly aware, you'll be talking about it for six months, and you won't hear any more about it for a year. Sure. And then all of a sudden, somebody will pull a shift, and then everybody's doing the shift. Uh, but it just that if a player could just learn to hit the outside pitch, sure, and and you're, loop you're, it to the left to well, left or just, right field, just, just take a bunt down third base line. It didn't have to be any good. Now, the, the shift, when you look back 25 years ago, 20 years ago, maybe something like that, when you started seeing the shortstop come on the second base side or vice versa. I can almost live with it if they say, you got to be in the infield, but you can put as many people on each side of the infield as you want to do. You just can't go into the outfield to do it. But uh, that, that rule, we'll see how it works. Uh, but uh, tell you what, Jeff. Baseball's alive and well in spring training. That I can tell you. The fans were there, having a big time, good crowds. Uh, and I think they're enthused about the game right now. Well, and there's a lot of contenders. There's been some players that have changed teams. Uh, it, it's an exciting time. I'm looking and forward to it. guess what? Hmm. The Reds are tied for first place. Uh, they are. So are the Braves. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> I don't know about the Braves. I don't know. Acuna, I don't know. He's driving me crazy. <laughs> he does, and I know. I noticed that I'd forgotten all about this, and I, I know I've, I know I've, you know, said that he's a hot dog and the worst I've ever seen, and he is. He is. He even hot dogged his own number. What number would you think? It's he'd time wear? to let it go, Jeff. He it's wears number go. thirteen. It's time to let it go. He's got to call attention to himself all the time. You remind me of Tommy West. Let okay. me tell you this story. And we'll we'll get out of here. Better hurry. Okay. <laughs> it's been fifteen years ago. Middle Tennessee plays Memphis. At the University of Memphis, Tommy West, who's now the defensive line coach, middle was head coach there. Middle wins the football game. We're coming back. Listen to the Memphis post game show. Tommy West is on talking to the guy. You can't win if you can't run the football. The guy asks a question about old so and so. You can't win if you don't run the football. He asks about the the, the lights in the stadium, how, how bright they were. You can't win if you don't run the football. If he said it once, he said it eighteen times. I thought, Tommy, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he could say. Well, I'm going to remind you that I'm still waiting to get my money back on Art Monk stepping out of bounds on that instant replay <laughs> in that in that in the Super Bowl. Whoa. I still want my money back. I think he, I don't think he stepped out of bounds. I don't care what the camera. Art Monk stepped out of bounds. Well, just because half his foot was out of bounds, the other half was not. <laughs> I should have. We got to go. We're, we're we're finished. Money Hill will be in tomorrow for all sports talk. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.